0: Asa, I would like some red wine.
1: (laughs) I'll be right back.
0: (laughs) Alright.
1: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Hey Asa, I'll
2: probably need another inversion too. It's Saturday
1: night in Fremont at the Atlas Theater. It's time for the CSG Seattle After Party! Tonight, our guest is Raven Oak, local sci-fi and fantasy author, and my co-host is the local editor of and owner of Wordlit Theme, Jakiva Miller. Jakiva! Joining us on the panel is Graham Kordoff and our local centaur, Asa.
0: this thing started. So, uh, we're going to kick off with this Seattle match game. Um, first of all, let's uh, in, introduce our lovely contestants here. Sir, what is your name?
2: My name is Daniel. I uh, work in construction, and I suffer the fallacy within a courtroom of being a political philosopher.
0: Yeah. He's a man who uses his hands and his brain, ladies and gentlemen. And you, our second contestant, our lovely lady. Hi, I'm Chloe. Um... No, I like animals. Chloe! <laughs> <laughs> Chloe! Those of you on the podcast cannot see Chloe, but Chloe has the sweetest face.
3: Oh, she wait. is so
0: sweet. All right, so uh, we're just going to jump right here on into the match game with our first round. Um, so uh, our first question is going to be, Each year at Comic-Con, I swear the outfits get more and more racy. I saw one girl only wearing blank. Each year at Comic-Con, I swear the outfits get more and more racy. I saw one girl only wearing blank.
1: Hey, you know what's a racy show? The Blue Show, the first Saturday of every month at 10 p.m. We do blue comedy. We throw out the comedy sports brown bag vowel and allow you to give us any suggestion you want. That's the first Saturday of every month at 10 p.m., and we've sold out just about every time, so buy your tickets in advance at seattlecomedygroup.com.
0: All right, the question one more time is, Each year at Comic-Con, I swear the outfits get more and more racy. I saw one girl only wearing blank. Let's go to Daniel first. What did you say? Bikini. Bikini All right. And Chloe, what did you have? A thong. A thong. That's uh (laughs) I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be totally honest. I was at Comic Con earlier today, and their a thong is really close to what some people had on. Um, Raven, what did you have? I also had a thong. A thong. Oh, we have a match. We have our first match right off the I gate. Think, wow. I
1: think this is a CSZ Seattle after party first, where there's a match on the first person. On. I
3: know. <laughs> on the board.
0: <ball>. poop. <laughs> All right, Daryl, what did you say?
2: What Daryl. Er, hi, Darryl? I'm Graham. You I'm all the look second like panel. To me. Wow! What did you Sorry, your say? name is
4: Chop Liver, all right? I said paint. Mm.
2: Just wearing body paint. All I right. was really hoping to see that at Comic Con,
4: and he did not. You I didn't.
0: Just wait for the the naked bike. You pain. were in the wrong room. Uh, I Asa, what did you say?
4: Her dignity. Her dignity. <laughs> but she still had it. Yeah, she still had it. She wore it with fucking pride too. All right. <laughs> Strong woman. Uh,
0: Daryl, what did you say? I,
1: I said, um, I just said lingerie. Lingerie.
0: Mm, not
1: as fun enough. as you guys it's not are quite tonight. A
0: bikini. It's not quite a thong, not so quite, unfortunately. Not, no, I can't yeah, take
1: it's it. not specific enough. But it's
2: okay. Chloe got a point right Chloe out of the way. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, actually, Chloe, we usually play this game until somebody matches. So technically, we could end right
0: now. Hey! has been the Seattle No, no, but we won't. Podcast. We won't. Suck it,
4: podcast.
0: Alright, uh, so our next question is Not only in this Comic-Con weekend But uh, this is also Wrestlemania Co-host Darryl is really looking forward to the Blank match Not only is this weekend Comic-Con weekend But it is Wrestlemania weekend And co-host Daryl is really Looking forward to the blank match
1: You know something else I Always look forward to The Wednesday Improv Jam Every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. Come on in. Dip your toe in the water of improv and just jam with some friends. And afterwards, we go out to the bar. Check out more information at seattlecomedygroup.com.
0: Oh right the question one more time was not only is this weekend comic-con weekend but it is also wrestlemania weekend and co-host daryl is really looking forward to the blank match chloe we're gonna go to you first what did you say a woman's match Mm, woman's match how
4: progressive
0: (laughs) (laughs) and daniel what did you say final i'm sorry what
2: Final. The, the final, final match.
1: final match. Ooh.
2: Ooh, it's so
3: Makes epic sounding. All
0: right, Raven, <laughs> let's go to you. The final match ever. <laughs> hand-waving? The hand-waving? Uh. The hand-waving. <laughs> oh, the John Cena hand-waving? Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
2: It's just seven minutes of... Whoa! You can't see me. No, it's true.
0: Graham, what did you say?
2: Uh, Daryl has a wife and two kids, so I said he's most looking forward to the
4: 45-minute nap Ooh. match. <laughs>
2: it's
4: very precious. See,
2: he's laughing. That means it's the most accurate.
0: And Asa, what did you have?
4: I have the angry, sweaty, topless man match.
2: Asa, that's, that, kinda- that's literally every match. Except...
1: Except for the women's match that Chloe said. wrestling. (laughs) All right.
0: And Daryl, what did you say?
1: You know, uh, I'm going to let you make the call on this one because I said the Tag Team Divas match, which is technically (laughs) a women's match.
0: Mm, It is technically a women's match. It's just a matter of nomenclature, so I'm going to give it to (laughs) Chloe.
2: Oh, my God. Is Chloe just going to clean sweep the series?
0: (laughs) Chloe's a contestant. I want to
1: believe. I believe in you, Chloe. (laughs) Chloe is already turning into our most successful contestant ever.
0: You know how I said earlier that Chloe has a sweet face? It just turned dark. I think that competition has turned her into a vicious person.
2: She wants to win. You can see the hunger in her eyes.
0: All right. So um, the next one is... Like many cities, Seattle has a lot of different neighborhoods with different names. One name... Excuse me, tickle my throat. One name sounds particularly dirty, though, and that is blank. Uh, Like many big cities, Seattle has lots of different neighborhoods with different names. Some names sound dirty, though, and one in particular is that blank.
1: Speaking of Seattle, did you know that we have a women's tackle football team called the Seattle Majestics? They were on our show last week, and they are the official women's football team of the CSZ Seattle After Party. Their next home game is April 25th versus the Portland Phillies. Find out more information on the Majestics.com. No, the
2: neighborhoods. The neighborhoods. Uh, neighborhoods.
0: The neighborhoods. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh, I'm just going to keep singing this until actually, our am actually I, I would Actually, I would
1: stop before we get sued by somebody who owns that and song.
0: And in that neighborhood I make coffee. Okay, that's my better. <laughs> and when I make that coffee, I like to have a tea cozy. Well,
1: All right. Sec- well, I so think I'd bring up some more music again.
0: Daryl, let's keep some of those ads rolling while I connect Hey, you, you know something. what else
1: you can always do to keep up to date? Follow us on Twitter at cszsea podcast. That's at cszsea podcast, and on Facebook, just look up CSZ Seattle After Party.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm going to give a five countdown, and then both of you better write something. Five, four, four three.
2: three.
4: Two, seven,
0: one, nine, zero. Eh, eh, eh. We're out of time. All we
4: right. believe in so, you. So,
0: like many big cities, Seattle has lots of different neighborhoods with different names. One name sounds particularly dirty, though, and that is blank. Daniel, let's go to
2: you. I followed a recommendation of Fremont because I'm not a local. Fremont. Fremont. Fremont.
1: Ah, it's Saturday night. In Fremont,
0: I think that is more your accent than it is the name of the Wow. Era. But I like it, Fremont. And boom, Chloe,
5: boom. what did you say? Um, am I allowed to say like curse words?
0: You can say whatever right. you want.
5: Uh, Fuck wh- it, do what you like. Horline. Uh. Whore line?
0: Yeah. Whore, line? whore line? Yeah. Whoreline? Whore line. Whore Meow. It's the real right. place. Uh. Yeah, I I like that you
2: asked about swear words and then you just said whore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could say whore on like most cable networks. I, I thought you were gonna
2: say like the control district or something. <laughs> like Sorry, forgive me. They're gonna have to edit that out.
4: <laughs> you, you, capital Buttsack Hill. All
5: right. You
1: take the E line up to the whore line.
5: Raven, we're gonna go to you. What did you say? As someone somewhat new to Seattle, I said Snoqualmie. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That just sounds wrong. If you are
2: listening to the podcast right now, somebody needs to get on Urban Dictionary and define what a Snoqualmie
5: is. (laughs) No shit.
2: (laughs) Like, oh, shit, she's a freak. She gave me a Snoqualmie. Oh.
4: It is kind of the name of a native tribe.
0: All right, Graham, what did you say?
2: Uh, I said ballard. Like,
0: oh. I like
2: ballard, but with balls.
0: And uh, Aso, what did you have?
4: I mean, you know, if we're feeling a little loosey-goosey with the with the connection, I think I think we may have a point match here because this guy deserves it. This guy whose name I've forgotten. <laughs> Free love, Mont. Oh uh,
3: well,
2: yeah. Nope. Get no, it? Now you had to you had to jam you had to yeah. jam a get syllable
1: it? in there it's to make not, it work. It's not, it?
0: not a match, Daryl. We're uh, gonna go to you.
2: You
1: know, I I had lots of different thoughts. You know, coming into this, island, and I was trying to run and think about it. But then I thought about it. You know, there's nothing dirtier and more disgusting than a green Greenwood. <laughs> oh. oh. Daryl he you
0: got Greenwood, I
1: suggest some oh kind of point. <laughs> Greenwood. Right. Uh, no
0: points awarded for that round, but I just want to give extra bonus I... points from my heart to Daryl. For <laughs>
1: <Green> <laughs> I think every time I start this, the podcast now, I'm going to say, it's Saturday night in Fremont District.
4: Fremont <laughs> Yeah. I think he should get a point just for coming up with something so awesome. Right. Yeah, Greenwood. You know, Fremont.
0: All right, so we're going to move on to our next question. Three and as uh, followers of the CSZ Seattle After Party Podcast know, is that we always like to have one match game uh, related to our guest. So, um, Raven, this one's for you. Uh, Raven Oak is the author of several sci-fi fantasy stories. But there is one fantasy story she's written where the main character has a silly name. She's called Blank. Raven Oak is the author of several sci-fi fantasy stories. But there is one fantasy story she's written where the main character has a silly name. She's called Blank.
1: Do you have a fantasy of learning improv comedy? Well, you can do that because we teach comedy 101, 201, 301, and beyond. We also have a rec league, which is the beyond. Our next 101 class is starting April 11th. Check us out on seattlecomedygroup.com. Whether or not that's your fantasy, I recommend taking a class.
0: Um. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go to Daniel first Daniel uh, what did you say uh, like um, Raven Oak is the author of several sci-fi fantasy stories But there is one fantasy story she's written Where the main character has a silly name She's called Cream
4: Cheese
3: <laughs>
4: I, don't, I don't understand I what's so silly about that
5: I, I need to do that now apparently <laughs> All right. And, and Chloe, we're gonna go to you. Um, I went with
0: Jessica. I thought it had to be to, like a real name, so um,
4: I, mm, that's, that's so weird. <laughs> Jessica's a
1: weird name. That's my wife's name. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> right. Hey, Asa, you're a centaur. We know that you're just weird in general. So if you're married to somebody, they're gonna have a weird name like Jessica. <laughs>
0: Alright, we're gonna go to Raven.
5: Uh Raven. I hate you first. so much, Daryl. I said the Texas Hammer, which you have to kind of be from Texas to get the joke. But I'm kidding; I'm totally kidding. So uh, I know yeah. what
0: I know what the Texas Hammer is, okay, okay. Yeah, and so, you know what the Texas Hammer is. So for I'm the from the people listening yeah, I'm out from there who don't the know Texas what hammer? the Texas Hammer is. What is
5: it? Well, it's the commercial. The Texas Hammer. It's the lawyer. He's kind of insane. He's one of those people where you. Uh, you don't have to pay till you win, and he'll sue anybody under the sun and get over okay Are you off? describing so, yeah. Saul Goodman
2: <laughs> <laughs> from Breaking Bad? Okay.
5: Probably. All
0: right, uh, Graham, what did you have?
2: Juan. Juan. <laughs> That's Juan it. Singular Sensacion. Oh. <laughs> and
3: every
4: little step she takes.
0: And Asa, what did you have over there? Freebout. <laughs> <Three laughs> out. <laughs>
5: Yeah, Ooh. sort of like yeah. our town. Okay. Sort of. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to write a novel with a character called Cream Cheese who comes from Fremont, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She
4: apparently has a
2: and lot her traveling of
1: companion Juan.
5: <laughs> and Dale, uh, what did you have?
1: I think I kind of was in in line there with uh, Asa, where I said named Greenwood. <laughs> 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 It's always nice when you can repeat the same thing you wrote just a Man. moment before. You don't even
4: have to. Daryl's just got Daryl's just got it in for Horny Irishman. Tonight. Uh. Like I like All right, Hold ladies and
2: gentlemen. We're very eco-friendly You're at the out. Atlas You're, Theater. Going on our out, jokes. Daryl?
4: So
0: our score right now it's 2 for Chloe and then a big old goose egg for Daniel. But there's still the other A big old what? Sorry. A, a goose egg a oh, zero. I,
2: I heard something very different.
1: All right. Oh. We're, we're going into... Listen,
0: Graham. We're going into the lightning Snooze, round. Snooze,
1: which has the sexy music.
0: Has the sexy music. And, Daniel, anything can happen the in the lightning, lightning round. round. So, do not let those two points uh, be adjourned. Dirt. Um, so, the lightning round, it's really quick. It's just a simple fill in the blank, and it's going to go super fast. So, the first one is blank play. Blank play. Blank
1: um. play. If you want to play, we've got an open mic. Every fourth Thursday of every month. Improv, stand-up, and sketch comedy. Come to laugh or make other people laugh. Check it out. Seattle comedy um.
0: So, uh, if you guys both have the same answer, whoever writes um, first gets the gets the nut. So, I think you guys both have the same answer. So, Daniel, I think you're going to have to change. I'm going to give you ten seconds. Uh Yeah, so you're going to have to change your answer from that. So i will give you 10 seconds. 10, 9,
2: 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, (laughs) 2, 1. All
0: right. All right. So, Chloe, what did you say that's blank play? four. Four play. Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I think Chloe drew the number four. Four.
2: <laughs> sure. I'll be the thing. You be Susan Storm.
0: <laughs> and Daniel, what did you change your answer to? Horse. Horse play. All right, let's go down our panel line. Raven, what do you have? Game play. Game play. And, Graham, why do you look so ashamed of yourself?
2: Because I said ass.
5: (laughs) Don't be ashamed of it. Own up.
0: (laughs) You just look so ashamed of yourself. I just want to be
2: perfectly clear. I did not mean it like
4: a donkey.
0: (laughs) All right, Asa, what did you have?
4: Fifty Shades of Black Plague oh.
0: I'm
3: not really
4: sure. I thought the word question was plague, and so it seemed really clever in plague. my head. Plague, but yeah, plague. You know, yeah, like it, was like Fifty better. Shades of Black Plague, right? Like that's funny, right? But that it was play, and now I just sound weird. So yeah. I'm sorry.
0: Weirder I, would be more accurate. You do
4: sound weird, so you Sorry,
0: Daryl. What did you have? Stop, Graham.
1: You know, as much as much as I like Chloe's answer, and I really do. Um, it's his favorite thing. <laughs> Next really to do. ass
3: play. <laughs>
1: hey,
2: look, look, you can't just jump into the ass play, you have to have the foreplay.
4: See, I thought Graham was saying ass plague, and I thought that was I thought that was hilarious, all right? Like, come on, it was a good joke. That, that is not funny. Well, what did you have? <laughs> Anyways, yeah.
1: I have two kids, so I was thinking about horse plague. <laughs> See, well, what about Samuel? the horse
4: what plague, you? you guys?
3: Like, so that is on. one point There's something Daniel. you're worried
1: about Asa because you're a centaur. <laughs> you get half the horse plague.
0: So our next one is
1: Flip-clop.
0: TV blank. TV blank. <laughs>
1: You know what you can't find on TV? Comedy for Seattle. We have shows every Friday and Saturday here at the Atlas Theater in the Fremont neighborhood of Seattle. So you should come check us out. Find out about all our shows at SeattleComedyGroup.com
0: All right. Do we have another match again? All right, so uh, you guys always have to raise your hand from now on, like, that way. And then whoever raised their hand first gets it. Yes, Um. let's
2: definitely institute a new rule in the final rounds of
1: play.
0: We (laughs) still have several more. Shut up, Graham.
1: And since right. we have a few seconds for somebody to rewrite an answer, I'd like to remind you about The Green Show, filled with totally hilarious comedy, or THC. It's a show on a higher plane. The next show is April 20th, so that's 420 at 8 p.m. Find out more at ccaddlecomedygroup.com. Dot com.
4: Dot com. Dot com.
0: All right. Com. So it was TV blank, and Daniel, we're going to go to you first. So. TV show. Very Mm. good, very good. That was
4: pretty
0: clever. And Chloe, what did you have? TV porn. TV porn.
3: TV TV
4: porn. porn. As much as I like like Chloe's answer, I used to watch the blurry Spice Channel back when I was like... Chloe, I'm I'm going to blow your
2: mind when I teach you about the internet.
4: (laughs) It changed everything.
5: All right, Raven, let's go to you. TV time with Ted from the men's room.
2: Mm. Um, I'm sorry. Did I miss something? Uh, Never mind. Uh,
5: Graham, TV,
2: movie, TV, movie, TV, movie.
0: Yeah, like
4: mine was. Asa, what did you have? TV party. Have a couple of brews. (laughs) Anybody? It's a black flag song. Anybody?
0: Oh, oh, that is called TV Party. party. Yeah, you're right. Um, for a split right, second, was I was like, thing. that sounds like
2: the most yeah. depressing thing ever. No, the, the most depressing the thing TV ever party. sounds like yeah. TV porn. Because it's like, oh, but it's at 7 o'clock, but I've got Pilates. Better put in a tape. Gotta tape the TV porn.
4: <laughs> like Skinamax. <laughs> oh, no, it's a rerun.
2: I already saw this one. I watched,
4: a, I watched a lot of Skinamax in my God. early teen years. Your TiVo
2: is just it filling up. Awesome. It's like, God, right. when am I ever going to watch all of this?
4: Emmanuel, or what is that? What uh, Emmanuel? Was that it? Those weird movies? Yeah, yeah. There's like forty of them. There's also genie. I watched a lot of those back in the day.
1: Nice,
0: Uh, Asa. I encourage you to watch those again. They're so they're so bad in like the best way ever. (laughs) Um, (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's like all that's, the yeah, that's
2: that's basically Asa's online dating profile. So bad in the best way ever.
4: <laughs> Which is funny because I'm married, yeah. and so yeah, like yeah, well, you, know, Jessica, a, you know, I love you, honey. I'm well, not actually. I don't actually have, have a dating dad. profile. You you might not
2: be married by the time you get home. Uh, uh, yeah. All right, Daryl, we're she gonna go to you. To this
4: podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Carol, we're going to you. What do you have over there? Once
1: again, I really love Chloe's answer, especially given what her last answer was. But anyways, I have to say I said TV show. TV show Oh my god. Oh my god, god. it's now a tie! Are they t- oh my god! Yeah, it's a fucking barn burner! Holy this is, this is definitely All not right. the first ever tie. The lightning round is where anything can happen and ties. This do is happen. literally All the most right.
4: exciting the most exciting game we've ever played.
0: So I have, I have, um, I'm going to have another one for you guys. (laughs) This one, there is one very obvious answer. So like I said, whoever gets it first, you got to raise your hand. Uh, And it is Blank Con. Blank Con.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this might be the best and the best match game we have had yet. But you can only find out more by following us on Twitter at cszsea podcast and on Facebook at csz Seattle After Party. Check us out online so you can make sure this has been the best match game ever. I swear to God.
0: All right, so uh, it was blank. Con, blank con. Chloe, we're gonna go to you first. What did you say? I said Comic Con. Comic Con!
2: Comic Con. Perfectly legitimate answer.
0: Alright, and Daniel, what about you?
2: Well, I had to change mine to Pornicon.
0: Pornicon?
2: Pornocon. Yeah, that Which- sounds like in the year three thousand all pornography is kept in the pornicon. <laughs> <laughs> Once every fifty
4: years a chosen one can access it he goes insane Is
0: but then like he brings, he brings
4: episode, the new like he brings the new sexual he, he's like icarus like he like, stole like,
2: fire from yeah. the gods
4: <laughs> <laughs> he must he must sit with his eyes taped open and watch porn for the rest of his life <laughs> he goes,
5: he goes insane with All the right. wonders
2: he glimpsed in Brandon, the planet
5: we're gonna go to you okay at first i thought you said calm so I said Expedia, and then I was like saying, you know, dot com. Oh, dot com! <laughs> oh, dot com. Oh, dot com. Uh, but if I have to do con, then Norwest Con. Mm. Norwest Con. That's this coming weekend.
4: Yeah. Mark your calendars, everybody.
5: Yeah. All right, Graham, what did you have? X
2: Con. Yep.
0: And uh, Asa, for you
4: Lexicon.
0: Lexicon. Lexicon. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm. Yeah,
4: Very the clever. thinking man's answer, you guys. All right, That's proving right. once
1: again Boom. that even though there's only one right answer, we can come up with seven different answers. Right? <laughs> it's um, true. It's true.
0: Daryl, what did you say?
1: I said Kryptonomicon. Kryptonomicon, <laughs> army of darkness. It's true.
0: Ah, uh, you people. No, you're thinking
2: of the Necronomicon.
0: All right. Uh, yes, so the next Satan. one. Our next one is blank chest. Blank chest.
1: If you want to get some stuff, some points with the box, so you can put some stuff in your collection of places where you would put stuff. I would make sure to get us for a remote show. Corporate shows, birthday parties, team-building events. We can come to you. Find out more at seattlecomedygroup.com.
0: All right. Um, Chloe, we're going to go to you first. That was blank chest. Flat. Flat chest. Also known as mosquito bites. Um, And Daniel, let's go to you. Blank chest.
2: Hairy chest.
0: Hairy chest. (laughs) All right. Raven, what'd you have? Treasure chest. (laughs) Treasure chest. Treasure chest. That's a good one, too. All right, Graham. Tordoff, what did you have? Flat
2: chest. Flat
4: chest.
0: All right, and that's another match for Chloe. Asa, what'd you got?
4: Bear chest. But specifically, mine is specifically the chest of... A bear, like the animal, a bear. You, I would be willing to settle for like, Asa. A, a gay man Asa. bear, you know? It's Asa, a, but, Asa, Asa, yeah. stop. I was really thinking of a grizzly. We know.
0: It's just best that you stop talking. Daryl!
1: You know, while I was trying to come up with my improvised uh, little... Ad there, I was trying not to say the word treasure Chad. Oh. Oh. but that doesn't matter. It's you just matched between. I only match with Raven, so it really didn't nonsense matter. I worked way too hard on that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't have a match for Chloe's. That brings it three, two, three to two. two. All right,
1: uh, we we've got. I think we've got time for one more. All right, one we're gonna more. we're gonna
0: make it a goodie. We're gonna make it a goodie. Uh, make it, it a goodie. Is sleep blank. Sleep blank.
1: When you can't sleep on a Saturday afternoon, you should come and learn some freestyle rap on Cypher Saturdays from three to five. Learn how to freestyle rap. We guarantee you'll be rapping within the first ten minutes.
0: Alright, that is sleep blank, sleep blank. Um Daniel, let's go to you first. What did you say?
1: Deprivation.
0: Sleep deprivation.
2: That's what (laughs) I said. Oh my god, Daniel works for the NSA. So his other
1: answer was sleep inside. Sleep? Your other answer was what? Sleep inside. Inside of what? Inside. Sleeping bag. Why not? (laughs) Mm.
0: You definitely made the wiser choice with sleep deprivation.
1: Uh, I, Chloe, what did you have? Sleep
0: sleep walk, sleepwalk. Very good, sleep awesome. Wall. All right, so our, our final lightning round. What did you have to say, Raven? Experts, sleep experts.
2: Good. Good. Uh, I, sure. sure.
0: And Graham, what did you have? Sleepwalking. All right, and Asa, what did you have? Sleep,
2: Dang.
0: Dang. Right. Asa, you have?
4: sleep toots. <laughs> <laughs> we all have them. The real, all right. The real. That was that was the f- no no that was
2: that was the first time I ever heard my ex girlfriend fart. We were asleep, and she had plausible deniability. So.
0: And Daryl, what did yeah. you say?
1: Um, you know, this is interesting because the score is four to two. So really, nothing I can do can change. Who's gonna win this one since this is the last round? But I do have to say that I said sleep deprived deprivation! deprivation. Wow. That's the same as sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation. Wow. All right. It's because he has two so kids. That
2: <laughs> so that
0: was a match with Daryl, but Chloe also got a match, so that makes her the winner! <laughs> yeah. Congratulations for being so awesome and winning! You get four free passes back to a CSD Seattle show.
2: Yeah. But Daniel,
0: you are not going home empty-handed uh, because there is the losers' prize. We call it the bar prize. You get any drink you would like at the bar for free. Candy
1: bar you would like from the bar for free. I'm going to one more night for my sleep deprivation. Hey there, Raven. I, I was told that you had brought some gifts for our contestants as well. I Ooh, did.
5: There are and, some and, uh, surprises. Uh, Chloe can get um, one of my upcoming sci fi books that is not even out yet.
3: Ooh-hoo. A copy
5: of my bestseller fantasy Amaskin's Blood.
3: And the Constellation
5: Prize, you get a copy of Class in Exile as well.
1: Yeah.
4: That's so exciting.
1: And just so everybody knows, he just gave out copies of two books that aren't even out yet. That only happens here at the after party.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> there are some fellas in the drunk tank that are demanding that uh you give a speech, Daniel.
2: Give us, so, give us a rousing motivational speech. Yeah.
0: So uh, uh, let's get a let's get a lovely Daniel, speech from you, Daniel.
2: Daniel. 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 Oh, 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 wait. oh wait, no, no. Chloe, Chloe get speech. Chloe, give the speech. Chloe. No, no, no.
0: Hey, who's sitting on the stool? We get, we get our runner-up, then we get our winner. Both are going to give.
2: Speech. All right. So wait, Daniel has to give the concession speech.
0: Yeah, these right. are, that's what I just said. It's not insulting, Daniel. Speak to the masses. Be honorable.
2: Speech. Uh, congratulations, Chloe. Good job. Um, Somewhere. Thank somebody. Think? Thank, thank, thank everybody who is here tonight. Ah, yeah. yay.
0: I And Chloe, it's time Thanks. for your speech. Yeah. No, the winner, Jesus
4: uh, Jesus yeah. is the real winner.
0: I want to thank my mom for uh, releasing <laughs> me from the womb, and you know, uh, branching me with disabilities.
3: Yo yo let her talk.
0: Let's give it up for Chloe. All right. Uh, so now we're going to be moving into the discor- the discussion part- portion. Reboot.
3: Discussion. Yes,
0: and it is a discussion uh, we're section. We're going to be into our discussion portion now uh, into the match. Um,
1: so I just want to make sure to let the audience know this discussion isn't just about what we want to talk about. It's also about what you want to talk about. So if you have questions, we've got microphones. So... Uh, You can ask us questions, and especially Ravenel, who is a local author. If you have any questions for a local author who writes epic fantasy um, or and sci-fi, go ahead. Now's the time to ask it. Were you sad when Terry Pratchett died?
5: Yes, I sat in mocks with my husband and watched everybody walk around moping.
2: I was sad too. That's the only question I had.
4: I found it like I found it affected me more emotionally than I expected it, like, or than I would have thought it would, you know, because it suddenly I was like reevaluating all my experiences with his books and just like well, I, and I, oh, oh, oh. Nimoy
5: was what a couple days before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah. so I would just like uh, to I, have a, I, have a, I have a
3: question. <laughs> Hold
2: on, I, I want to apologize for starting with what such a shitty question. <laughs> just,
3: everybody's like, "Whoa, game show!" And then I'm
2: like, "Tell me how you felt when." I'm When an idol died.
0: Well, that's
3: yeah. Share share a
2: dark moment in our life. No, I'm sorry about that.
0: Special, Uh, you sir, with the microphone, uh, speak. uh, What's your name? So
2: one of my favorite people. uh, Okay, what's your name? What's your name? name? One of my favorite favorite people. Oh, you must be Scandinavian.
0: No, what? Just what's what's your name? Tell tell us your name so that everybody on the podcast knows who you are.
2: Can I talk?
0: You can when you tell (laughs) us your name.
2: Just say your That's name for these on. days. <laughs> Robin Williams. So. <laughs> too soon. That's too soon. too
0: soon. No, no, no. What's your question? I just want you oh, to... Oh, Graham, look what you did. I'm sorry.
2: I, I, offer, I offer an unabashed, good, unashamed joke. It was a good apology. too soon
4: joke.
0: No, uh, seriously, what's what's your question? We want uh, people on the podcast to... Have a thing. All right, well, That's when, you, exactly when you come back, when your senses come to. You. I'm sorry I talked um, over you. No. So, uh, Raven, um, I'm just going to assume because Terry Pratchett hit you so hard that maybe he's one of the people that have inspired you, that you love to read.
5: Mm-hmm. Not as much inspired. Uh, I think he's just one of those people that is going to be alive after his death his literature and just continue to be a classic. I mean, it's like Asimov or any other great of the genre. Even if you didn't like them, even if you didn't read them, or even if they didn't inspire you personally, they're still somebody who impacted everything across the genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
0: Yeah, it's really interesting we started talking about... Um, Leonard Nimoy, and he's just another person that I mean. I'm in an improvised Star Trek yeah. group where no man has gone before, yeah. and um, we actually performed today at Comic Con, and it was we did a tribute for uh, Leonard Nimoy, and yeah. it's one of those things like when when people who are so special in the world they leave, it's like it's like there's this void where you're like what? Like, it's, they're they're immortal, but then like at the same time, their death reminds you of mortality. It's so it's crazy. It's
2: like you know. Uh it's funny, Jakiva. you are a huge Star Trek fan, and Leonard Nimoy died, and uh, you are obviously you're a science fiction author and a fantasist, and Terry Project just died, and like, you know, Robin Williams. Robin Williams did just die, and to be completely honest, I wasn't totally broken up about it. I mean, like, yeah, sure, it's tragic, he killed himself, but it really made me examine myself, and like, I could handle Robin Williams dying, but like, I'm gonna get really real for a moment. This is gonna depress a lot of people in the room, but like within the next decade, we're gonna lose Bill Murray. When that happens, I am going to be destroyed. I am going to drink. Yeah. A decade, for a week. really? That's all you give that man? That's that's dude. He's 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 fucking no. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying, maybe he won't die. He'll just disappear. Mm. He'll be like in the Bermuda Triangle, and he'll just be gone. And that's the best we can hope. That's the best we can hope for Bill Murray. I'll be okay with that.
4: It'll turn out that Bill Murray was Andy Kaufman all along.
2: I, I'm saying I will kill Adam Sandler myself. I, know. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I just I'm not attached. I'm not attached. I'm sorry, but Bill Murray, that shit. I'm calling in sick to work. I'm calling in sick to life.
5: He could go out killing zombies.
2: You know, honestly, at this point, Bill Murray could go out just killing people. <laughs> And I feel like we'd forgive him. <laughs> like Bill Murray kills 12 in a Pasadena mall and we're all like, "Oh, damn." But but
4: Ghostbusters, right? I mean, shit. Like that's a good film. It's true. I don't think. I mean, yeah, Ghostbusters kind of puts him like that man got a free pass into heaven when he it's made true. that movie. Like he could he could literally like run into a shopping mall with a shotgun and do whatever and like okay, and we right. still get a free pass like
3: uh, this, this uh, let really me take bleak. this time to uh,
0: to say that the c s c c l After Party podcast does not uh, condone, <laughs> condone us, like, <laughs> like running Slaughter. into any mall slaughtering people. And I just
1: want to say that uh, uh, Graham started off with "How did you feel?" and <laughs> yeah. And now
2: Graham's trying to call
4: the shots and <laughs> oh what's bleak God. and what's not. Yeah, Graham, you're just like you're the storm cloud.
2: <laughs> sorry, sorry. Can you can you say that into the microphone, sir?
1: I might not be the biggest Robin Williams
2: fan, but the biggest problem I had with him is that he was sober, and then after 20 or
1: 30 years, Ooh. got back into drugs and died. That's the scariest thing, is that no matter how long it takes, it can come back and kill you.
2: He was an addict, and it's a tragedy. So, whether you
5: liked him or not, that's the biggest And that is your after-school special.
3: Oh. That concludes the
5: after-school special. Um, but...
0: Uh, can I? Let's let's bring it Can back I? up with some Raven. Uh, Raven, yes. you are doing some awesome stuff. You are um, you are an Amazon bestseller. You have you have awesome. Wow! Book
4: books. Thank you, Brack of Doom. Right?
0: Um, and so you have like fantasy. Like, tell us about tell us about your work. Tell us about your stories.
5: Well, um, Mask and Blood is epic fantasy. So uh, one reviewer said that it was like if George R. R. Martin wrote Tangled. Which is the Disney movie. <laughs> There's a lot of political intrigue, but it has the understory of that coming of age where, where your main character is trying to figure out who they are while they're trying to save the world. So it has that, that baseline to it while having a lot of crazy political intrigue going on. So and it's like
2: George R.R. Martin wrote Tangled is what the reviewer said? Yes. So how much murder and or sex?
5: Um, Fair amount? Yeah. Okay. Does any, right. of it, Less, does any of
4: the murder and sex involve a lot of hair? <laughs> no. No. I feel like that's a legitimate question. All right, it's
5: like it is a legitimate question, but no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I I
1: I feel like there's an improv show in this. It's like <laughs> George 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 R R Martin. George R, R. Game, game of Pixar
2: movies. <laughs> <Yes>.
4: <laughs> George uh, R. Martin wrote a toy story. Excuse me, Tangled is not a Pixar movie. It is a Disney animated movie. Just, just yeah. stop. Game basically. of
1: Tangled. It's just Game of Tangled.
4: Don't you tell me to stop. All right? all
2: right, all right. So, okay, all right. If it's a Disney, if it's not a Pixar one, then there would be like George R. R. Martin does Game of Thrones. Or, no, no, okay. Sh- <laughs> what? Just no. stop, Graham. Shut up, shut and shut
4: and No, I'm it's like
2: George R. R. Martin did like Frozen. Okay, which that would get weird.
1: That would
4: be this weird. This gag is going
2: nowhere. I actually have a question You're for us. you actors aren't, aren't on top of the stage. So, really, um,
0: really quickly before you say your question, can you tell us your name?
2: My name is Jeffrey. Jeffrey! <laughs> we just wanted to
4: celebrate you, Jeffrey. All
0: right, Jeffrey, wh- what's your question? What's you guys your question?
4: make me feel so good.
0: <laughs> that's because yeah, so good. That's because
4: of all the beer that I've served you.
0: Or maybe it's because of all the ass play.
4: Let's go <laughs> <put him laughs> Let's let him
2: oh, God, oh, shit. Perhaps the ass plague. So first off, it wasn't beer, it was strong apple
4: cider. Stro- oh! <laughs> strong
2: bow. Let's be clear.
4: Which is gone now, yes, it is gone now. He drank all of it. You them. literally drank
2: all of the strong bow. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Right. I wanna ask time? you guys, um, what do you guys think of uh, Th- uh, Thomas S. Hunter? and uh, what Hunter S. Thompson? You- Sorry, sorry. I'm dyslexic. If you guys want to make fun of my disability, No, no, no. Okay. no I'm, 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 I just, I don't, is Thomas S. Hunter a person? If you, if you guys want to make fun of my disability, it's I'm okay.
0: Are you talking about, uh, are you talking about, like, the author, uh, like,
2: <laughs> yeah, Loathing
0: in Las Vegas?
2: Is his name Hunter S. Thompson? There, there is yes. an author called oh. Hunter
0: S. Thompson. Oh, my God. I think it's first
4: time Hey! You, you didn't get you that right. Up. It's yeah, funny
2: everybody's coming for my disability, but thank you. Guys. I'm, I'm I sorry, uh, I, I, I was uh, trying but to make Hunter S. Climate.
4: Thompson,
0: what, what about Hunter S. Thompson? A-
2: anyway, I, I just wanted to um, ask you guys if uh, what what uh, your inspiration is from that, and um, if you guys have any inspiration at all, but uh, and where where that translates to, and where you guys go from that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Raven, talk about some of your inspirations.
5: Uh, in middle school, I just grew up reading a lot of the science fiction and fantasy that was, you know, in the 80s and, and early 90s. So a lot of Anne McCaffrey and Arthur C. Clarke and Ray Bradbury, and those are the kinds of people who inspired me just because they wrote every day and they published things. Do you write every day? Stories. I do.
0: Yeah.
3: Even wow. on weekends.
5: Except for I did not write today because I've been at Comic Con all day. You but liar! but i was at writing panels taking notes okay. so it kind of counts yeah, i i do
1: have to say um i i like i like your website cuz it like sh- lets everybody know what you're up to in writing but at the same time i look at your website and i'm like my god she's always writing because <laughs> yeah. she's you you've got like Oh, I'm, I'm done with, I'm working on this, which is the third story in this series that I've only got the first book out already. (laughs) And I'm working on this, which is a short story for this collection. And I've almost got this book done, which is another full length book, you know, and it's just like, I'm looking at like, I can't even write a short story.
5: Welcome to writing. Yeah, Uh, I
0: I gotta admit, like I'm, I envy those writers that write every day because I'm the writer that has to think about it for a long time before Mm. I write it, and it just means that like my short fiction collection I've been working on is still a work in progress. Like sometimes it has to percolate. (laughs) It does. It It has to. It is. It's weird. It has to percolate, and then other times you bang out like thirty thousand words, and you're like, I'm a genius. Mm. I'm the god of my own universe.
4: I saw a. Uh, I think it was actually a Tumblr exchange on uh, on the internet between Brian Michael Bendis. Anybody? Does that mean anything to anybody? X-Men. Anybody? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of very he's, impressive he's comic Marvel book guy. credits to him. But uh, he, um, somebody asked him once, like, oh, do you have any advice for somebody who's had uh, writer's block for a long time? Because, you know, I'm a writer, but I haven't – I've had writer's block for, like, ten years. And so <laughs> what do you think – and Brian, uh, uh, Brian Bendis' response was, like, look – don't take this the wrong way, dude, but you're not a writer. (laughs) Mm. It's like, you know, like, because writers write. They don't write because... They have good ideas. They write because they have to, and Mm -hmm. so you just like, and you know, it's like you're not. You you don't do it because you're waiting on the right thing to come. You do it because you have to get these words out of you, and so, Mm. and yeah, I, I think, yeah, even at two in the morning, and that, yeah. I mean, how many
5: times have I woken up and taken out my phone and typed notes and woken him up? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I pointed at my husband to those listening. (laughs) Seven.
2: I I I straight up love Hunter S Thompson. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah, no, he he uh he jammed uh, right. Uh, his it, the 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 whole Gonzo style was the reporting on an experience through the experience uh and right. And uh and I mean like what he did a lot of like uh, verbal uh transcription and stuff. Um I don't know. Like I love that stuff. I read it all through high school, all through college and stuff, but um I don't know, like, my, I, I don't, I don't write nearly, like, ever. So, most of my, uh, inspirations have to be, like, the comedic people, the Bill Murray's, the, uh, whoever's who do this stuff that I can be entertained by. Oh, thank you so much. No, I, I love doing it. Uh, yay! Thank you. No, thank you. No, if anything, I would say Hunter S. Thompson has just inspired me to, uh, just, do drugs in inappropriate places, so. That's a writer's job, isn't it? That is a writer's job, in a sense, yeah. You have to just get the words out and then get these clothes off and just gel for a while, like, whew. Uh,
0: Daryl, do you have any uh, writers who have uh, inspired you or that you love to read uh, They well, just make you so happy on the inside?
1: <laughs> you know, uh, I'm I'm definitely a fantasy reader, I uh, wasn't much of a reader until, for some reason, I decided, I really want to read something like a big, long... So I went to... Back in the day, there were these things called bookstores <laughs> that you could go to. they are not
2: that old, day, um,
1: I And uh, I went to a mall where there was a bookstore. It wasn't even like a big Barnes and Nobles. It was some... I don't even remember what it was anymore. Borders,
5: Walden Books.
1: Walden Books. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, and... And I remember just looking, and just looking through all the fantasy books, and I was looking for a big series, and I found uh, David Eddings through that. And so, like, really just... uh So David Eddings is somebody I've just read a ton of his stuff, and technically his and his wife's stuff, as he says in his later books. Um, and then um, anybody who knows me knows I'm a big fan of the Musketeers, so I definitely like myself some Alexander Dumas. And uh, I've also, you know made it through the entire Wheel of Time. So Robert Jordan is also another one.
5: Bravo on you. I stopped at book five. Sorry. <laughs> I know a lot
1: of people stopped at five. And The I Wheel of Time why.
2: series is just one of those books that every time I look at it, I'm like, no.
0: Yeah. It's I gotta be honest, sometimes I look at like really giant books like that and I'm like. It's like
2: 2,800 uh, pages. Yeah. I, oh gosh. I was
1: happy that the final book I actually finally got on my Kindle so I didn't have this large tome to try and lift while I was reading it. Make my wrists tired. Ooh. <laughs>
4: He's carrying around a brick
1: Graham, I think it's twenty-eight thousand pages. Um, it's true. It's
0: true. So, uh, Raven, you also um, have uh, Class M, which isn't out yet. But our panelists, or excuse me, our contestants in the match game now have copies. So, correct for you guys. Can I
2: read the back? Um,
5: tell us a little bit about that. Like what you can. I know you probably don't yeah. want to give away uh, the can. Well, it's a science much. fiction space opera, so it, it definitely has the space adventure feel to it, but. I actually got the idea when I was at a writing workshop with uh, Grandmaster Science Fiction, uh, Connie Willis. Ooh. And they were having us think about something that impacted us emotionally as children and then write that and then rewrite it from a science fiction or fantasy standpoint. So I was thinking about when I was a kid, when we got a new student in this really tiny Texas town. Think everything you know, stereotypical Texan, that's true. And this person was everything. Seattle is very liberal, very feminist, very uh, lesbian. Just everything that was not <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Seattle is that very. Le- that le- le- is than Seattle in a <laughs> uh, But. Everybody was, like, trying to stampede to get away from this person like she had the plague. And it just really bothered me that no one wanted to know her. So, of course, I made her my best friend, which led to lots of ostracization and bullying and all kinds of fun stuff. But that really impacted me. So I decided to write an alien who has four eyes and three legs and is very foreign but has a Texas drawl because he likes to study humans. He's never seen one. He's never met one because they don't really exist anymore. And then he meets one. So that's kind of the premise for the beginning. And Connie Willis gave me a standing ovation. Yes. Aww. So um, I had What's to that? finish it because she told me uh, I had to finish it, and I did.
2: So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. And I guess these questions of mine could be answered if I read the book, but uh, th- my question is, like, if you look at, like, an insular society where they're learning something without mm-hmm. actual context, I mean, take uh, uh, North Korean English. You know, like they technically speak English well sometimes, but I mean, a lot of like propaganda films and whatnot, they'll mm-hmm. they'll have a strange syntax or a mm-hmm. weird pronunciation of a word. Is yeah. I mean, is 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 a person who is obsessed with a Texas drawl but has never actually encountered one? Do they have that same? Oh, of he messes up years?
5: everything. He, okay. he he mixes his metaphors. Uh, he calls it the wonder dog instead of the underdog. Oh, and, good. Uh, Otherwise, he,
2: I was going to be really pissed. Yeah, off.
5: he he says things like you know. Bazaar and human and, like, everything's all wrong about what he says because he doesn't know what he's saying. And cool. Yeah. So there's lots of comedy in it, but there's also some darkness in it because it does deal with prejudice, so.
4: That sounds fascinating. Um,
5: and if you're not a big reader, it's a, it's, it's a novella, so it's 102 pages, so it's a quick read.
2: Is it available as a Kindle single?
5: It will be Kindle and um, EPUB, so everything not Kindle, and print... And that'll be independent bookstores and Amazon and everywhere cool. else.
2: I just got a Kindle. I just got a Kindle.
1: So. I did yeah. put up a link so that you can pre-order it on the Kindle now. Yeah. Ooh.
2: It'll <laughs>
5: come out in June, so you got a couple months, but you can pre-order now.
4: I uh, is sorry? is that a bookstore? Nineteen
5: books. I yes. iTunes
4: yes. Oh, yes. Cool. cool, cool, cool.
5: Pre-order as well there.
4: Yeah. I I have a question. Okay. I, um, I'm just curious. Uh, like where you published your first story and if you could tell me a little bit about how you did that um, for maybe some of the up-and-coming writers in our audience. And yeah. Uh,
5: Grayson Press is the publisher, and it is my publishing company because I'm cool like that. And uh, we actually have four other authors publishing under my label nice. in December. So, you know, the world of publishing is changing. It used to be that, yeah. you know, you had to send everything to New York and you had to do everything um through basically the five publishers that most, I guess, traditional publishers go through. Mm-hmm. And they take 70%, 80% of the profits and then the author gets like 6% if they're lucky. And now, you know, you can hire editors, you can hire book cover designers, you can do all of that as a publisher and get 70% royalties. So yeah. why the hell do I need New York? <laughs> I get bestseller status without them, so pff, Yeah. Know. Screw that. Uh, a lot of things. Fuck uh, New a York. A lot of things. Fuck the New York, NBC. sorry. <laughs> um,
0: um,
4: Seattle CSD Podcast officially says, fuck you, New York. No, uh, a lot the of official f-
2: position of CSD Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> fuck New York. Yeah. Take Except that for CSE
4: New York, yeah, <laughs> I was
1: just going to say, great CSE New York, part of the family. We love you still.
0: So. Uh, but there, there are a lot of things that are changing with the publishing yes. company, and that's something that uh, in my literary zine I've talked about. Um, Uh, In the previous issue, uh, there's a lovely woman named Sarah Simadre who works with social media, and she's talking about um, really those big publishing companies don't have a marketing budget anymore. So, like, the writers have to really build their own social media platform before they even get
5: to... Well, the New York are, even pays attention. Yeah, the to authors you. are doing everything themselves in the marketing promotion. Yeah. If I'm already doing that, why not do everything else? Exactly. And yeah. then, um,
0: uh, but Jonathan Tweet, who was on the panel yeah. um, just a couple weeks ago, he's pr- he made a grandmother, grandmother fish. fish, and uh, I was talking to him, and Kickstarter was a really big. Mm-hmm kickstart for his business like yes. just getting people excited about it and he got such a great influx of people just mm-hmm. wanting to give their support not just their money because they're like you're really doing this and uh, yeah. i sat down and had an interview with him and it's in the current issue of word which is out right nice. now. <laughs> um uh and we were talking and he was like the book wouldn't have been as good he's like if i was just sending it out to new york you know i wouldn't have went uh, I wouldn't have talked to as many people. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got as much support behind me. Like, I, you know, and and that whole concept of, like, writing a book is now almost, in in a certain respect, the way that films are made, where it's, like, yeah. almost like a community effort. Like, right? There are people who, like, have skills that they want to offer or things that they want to yeah. bring to the table because they're, like, no, f- fuck New York. Like, fuck the whole, like, system yeah. of, like. Fuck New York. <laughs> fuck New York. <laughs> fuck New York. Fuck
3: CSC New York. Okay. New York. Okay. Fuck CSE New
0: York. But that whole idea of, like, oh, you have to send your manuscript out to, like, New York and, like, hope for the best is, like, not the model anymore. Like, well, now it's sadly writers you have to do twice, three times as much as you New York publishers are
5: getting anywhere from 10,000 to 15,000 manuscripts a day. So it's winning the lottery. I mean, that's literally what they equate it to. And if you're doing all the work, then you can put out a decent product. Now, the the danger is there are people out there who write crap. Yeah. And then they throw it up on Amazon and go, I have a novel. And then it's shit, and he gives everybody in self-publishing a bad name. But if you do the work to hire a professional editor... I mean, my editor worked for Tor for 30 years, which is a major science fiction and fantasy publisher. So mm, 30 if you years, go and get a good editor and you get good cover design and that kind of stuff, then you can create good product.
0: Exactly, yeah. Mm. And that's, I mean, that was exactly what I said, Sarah Simadri, I was talking about in the, the previous yeah. issue of Word. It's like, don't just run to Amazon. Like, actually take the time to make mm-hmm. the product right, and you can do that. Like, we've already yeah. been doing it for a long time as writers. We might as well just keep chugging along, like, down the yeah. path.
4: As as somebody who's a avid comic book reader, um, there's a uh, ma- many a series I've seen start Same out way. at image yep. where they'll get their first five six issues out, like that's their first arc, and then for whatever reason, like the sales just weren't hot enough that um, Image decides not to re- renew the book, yeah, and uh, and then you know they'll put out a Kickstarter or just put the buzz on the on Facebook or Twitter or whatever and, and get just. Enough of that fan base, and like, because you know, the thing about like a book or a movie or comic book or whatever is that like it continues to draw fans after you create the yep. product, and um, and you and so it, like as this fan base continues to get larger over time, suddenly people want more and more and more, and then like, yeah, books come back as maybe different products, like maybe you know, a comic book will turn into a web comic, but at the same time, like. There isn't. You're not paying anybody over at Image Comics to create this comic book anymore. It's just going straight to the internet. So what? Three people are getting paid for this book now, and so mm. uh, you know it's a it's a really like a yeah. very drastic change in the industry. Well, I the, feel like oh I'm oh, sorry. sorry.
5: The average li- uh, lifespan of a book in a bookstore. You know, back in the day when that was a thing. Back <laughs> with <laughs> <laughs> bookstores. What's a bookstore? What, well, was oh two goodness. Months. Was two, two months, and oof. if it didn't automatically hit bestseller status, it was gone. They took all the millions of copies they the printed. They stripped the covers off them, them and, and pulped them. That's right. So an author might that. have ten books out and never make more than ten thousand dollars a year. And the research is showing that that model doesn't work anymore. And do, people do you who think are doing that
2: all are art, doing better. Do you think that all mediums will eventually take on like the crowdfunded Kickstarter approach? Like movies I do. and everything.
5: I, I think everything's moving towards more of an independent model. Yeah. Because why do we need the middleman?
2: Fuck the system. Straight yeah. up. I'm into it. No, no, no. I love it. Fuck I New love York it. again. Yeah. The, the the number one problem that Fuck I have with you. it, and I mean, like, I love. I C- love. C-CLA. Hold up. Let me let me let me be real for a minute. I love crowdfunding. It's incredible, right? I mean, like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, etc. The problem I have with it is that uh, it's such. It's flypaper for nostalgia, right? Like, anybody can take to Kickstarter. Like, I mean, like... And, and already, they're just bringing back old properties instead of doing new properties. I mean, just this week, they announced they're doing six new episodes of The X-Files. Yeah. And they're bringing Coach back to NBC. All right. Who here... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who here watched Coach? Anybody? Okay. One. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and yet and yet time out time out time out. Did you like Coke? I like. Like, like
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. It was okay. That's it. The bar is so low for nostalgia now that just because they think they can make money off of it, they're willing to bring it back for a season. So I feel like Kickstarter, especially, like it's viable for like, hey, we'll do whatever you want, right? And I mean, like, people are always saying that art is prostitution, right? I feel like that just Kickstarter, the real real risk exists of that actually slipping.
5: I think the rule of thumb on that is that if the readers or the viewers want it, end of story.
2: But, well, well, but, but, I'm going to, I'm going to take an alternate view. Um, readers or artists are idiots, right? And they're always going to want, <laughs> they're always going to want more and maybe sometimes something is better left finished and dead and it was done, right? I mean, like, We'll, we'll, time out for yeah, a second. That's true. Like,
0: okay, so we'll, we'll use the X-Files as a perfect example. The X-Files got sh- nine sh- seasons. Shut right. up, Graham. I'm talking. And um, two movies! So, uh, with, with the X-Files, you're right. It was nine seasons. Really, it was only seven good seasons because then it got <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, but I, I can name seasons and episodes of The X-Files, because I watched that show fucking religiously. Like, I love it so much. And when they said they were bringing it back, I had so many mixed feelings about it. Because on the one hand, you love the fact that, like, they're bringing it back. And the fact that it's six episodes makes you think, like, maybe they're not just going to, like, try to blow their load and then make it stupid, right? They're but also at the bringing same time, heroes
2: back. They are also at the same
0: time, back. like, it kind of ended when it needed to end. And so now there there's... Uh, there's mixed feelings about it and so your whole thing about like what um, crowdfunding like does for better or for worse is true but at the same time um, and again I'll, I'll talk about my my interview with Jonathan tweet uh, people will will either yay or nay like the crowd will decide right so okay. like there are plenty of people on Kickstarter who don't make a lot of money because their product isn't good or it's not interesting so I I, I think like the whole idea that like it's just for anybody is yeah it's for anybody but if If you really have a nugget of truth that people love, then, then, yeah, it'll, it'll come back and it will be successful.
2: What, what I'm, what I'm more concerned about is the idea. Here's the main problem. I see it with Kickstarter, right? Kickstarter is open to everybody. So you can have some indie filmmaker who has a really good idea for a film. And then Zach Braff can come and be like, Hey, I don't want to engage with a studio. Instead, I want you guys to do it. And the indie filmmaker might have a better idea. And Zach Braff, people know him from Scrubs, and he gets funded in twenty-four hours. And I think I, I worry that that's going to be true for every medium. If uh, Joe Schmo says, "Hey, I have an idea for a really good book, and I want to publish it," well, people don't care. But if like R. A. Salvatore is like, "I wrote this on the shitter," people are going to give him a thousand dollars. But was minute. it any but different but that's when a risk New York now. was running the show? That's I a risk know. now. All right, I guess I. <laughs>
1: yeah. I guess
2: I guess I guess that what I really have to say is that in this moment right now I'm finally getting over my like illusions of Hollywood and how it works. Like <laughs> This is this is just me breaking down and realizing, oh God, the art doesn't matter, does it? And everyone else is like, uh, yeah, it never did. And I'm
0: like, no. Graham is experiencing an artistic existential crisis as we
2: speak. I, I want to go home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Yay! Hey, uh, That's Raven. Drugs. an so appropriate place for drugs. So Raven, we've talked about uh, how much. Um, you write and the whole aspect of, of you just putting your head down and just actually being a writer as opposed to the dude who writes occasionally. Um uh-huh. and we've talked about uh some of our, our passions and comic con and other things like that. You were there all day. Um Yep. I I I was there
5: I was oh, I'm just for, tired. It's all good. <laughs> I
0: was there for a couple of hours. I definitely got sucked in. Um, but there's something that's very um, for better or for worse, like very magical and sweet and endearing about things like Comic Con and like people indulging and in, and in their passions and their their geeky nerdy stuff and so I guess I just wanted to hear about like your your Comic Con experience and your delving into your geeky nerdy uh
5: side. I run a foul that I can't seem to go to a convention anymore without it being a working convention. <laughs> Meaning that I go, let's go to Comic Con and then I go to all these writing panels and, and my husband's like, well, aren't we gonna game or do something else? So I run, I run into that, but I actually set aside time this time. I was like, we're going to do some things. So we went and uh, played a lot of Magic the Gathering. Today, with other people, other than just each other, and uh, went to a couple panels. Saw you know um, Clark Gregg, who plays Agent Coul- Coulson on uh, Agents of Shield, and mm-hmm. you know just geeked out. It's it's fun to do that and alternate with you know writing and and have the flexibility to just geek out. And as the double clicks say, uh, find your people and. I won't follow it up with hunt the week because that would be rude. But
2: hunt mm-hmm. the week,
5: yes. uh, <laughs> hunt
2: the week, hunt the week.
0: There's a, there's a, there's some debate going on with Comic Con in general about uh, cosplayers and how they're they're ruining conventions because everybody just
5: goes there to put on. I outfits cosplayed and yesterday and today. <laughs> Isn't
4: yeah. that like
1: oh, Jakiva <laughs> just got called out. <laughs> Jakiva Phillips hates cosplayers.
0: <laughs> I do not hate cosplayers.
2: Uh, Isn't that she like, like, judges what cons are that? all about, though? Jaquiva like, says cosplayers are ruining cons. I did not That's say. That's what she said. That is literally what she that said. That is not
0: what I said. I, I heard said-
2: it. I heard it. That is literally heard what it. you said. <laughs> Play but the
4: tape back, Daryl. Play the, the tape, tape back, back Daryl, because <laughs> she said she said <laughs> <laughs> what Jakiva said, a and I grand tore
0: Cosplayers are ruining cons. cons. Okay, no, I, I, I am. I, I was prompting it. a question before I was so rudely interrupted. Jakiva, why do you hate cosplay? I do not hate cosplay. Did something happen
2: to you? or you upset? I
0: was cosplaying earlier, so anyway, you were in
2: a costume for a show.
0: Yeah, but then I walked around. You were around. cosplaying.
2: You were cos acting. I was cos acting.
0: Whatever. Um, <laughs> so anyway. hey,
1: Raven, how's that <laughs> <laughs> cosplay going? For you? So
0: hey, Raven, what do I you wanted dress to up hear as? what you what you dressed up as, but uh, then um, also just my question. Um, so th- there's that whole thing about uh, cosplayers at Comic Con and how it's a big deal. But you have, I mean, you're able to find that balance of like indulging and having fun and then doing the thing. Um, do you feel at all that like the whole aspect of
5: cosplay may be taking away from that convention? I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, truly, if you're not having fun, then why are you there? And if that bothers you, why are you there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yesterday I was a Minecraft creeper and uh, today I was a Totolo from uh, Studio Ghibli's My Neighbor Totolo. Yeah. Nice. I had my picture taken a lot, so apparently I was a popular uh, cosplay.
0: Uh, I will say this: There's the one thing about like cos. Every time I go to Comic Con, that's always like really creepy to me. Is there's like some girl that's in like a really like sexy outfit who's like some character that I don't know, but then there's always like some creepy old dude that's like, "Can I take your picture?" And you're like, "Yeah, that's a bit uh, weird." Sometimes that, that's kind of weird. Jakiva, um,
2: is that why you hate
0: cosplayers? <laughs> it's not why I hate cosplayers. I actually I think it's awesome. Um, but it is like this weird thing of every time like there are dudes that are just like walking around like taking pictures of like all the girls who have their breasts out and stuff like that. And you're like, that's really, it's it's really awkward. And that's not yeah. a just on cosplayers. It's just that is like the give and take of
5: cosplay. That's why there are signs that say cosplay is not consent. Yeah. It's true.
4: Yeah, that's called rape culture right there. That's, uh, yeah, men taking pictures of women enjoying their costumes and their, creativity. Yeah. I really,
0: I enjoy like how far people go. Let's like, get right? real. It's like, right. if you feel totally comfortable to walk around in like yeah. a skimpy ass Wonder Woman outfit and own it, yeah. like just do it. It's fun.
1: Hey, okay. um, and anybody who's interested in cosplay, make sure to go back to our previous episode where we had Lauren Bond who like uh, episode does cosplay. <laughs> no. no. So, uh, so how,
0: far, uh, how, how far do you go down the rabbit hole with your cosplay? Like how I mean, how extensive is your outfit? Um, it, dep- it depends
5: on the outfit. Like, uh, last year I did Jane from Firefly, and I did Kaylee from Firefly. And Jane, I actually made Vera, the gun. Yeah. Ooh. and So I get pretty involved. I'm not as good at doing some of that as other people because my – my crafty side is more computers and geeky things and, and writing than sewing and that kind of thing. So I usually pay lots of money for other people to do it for me, but mm-hmm. I actually made Vera, damn it. That was my gun that I made. So, yeah. Do you still have it? I do. Oh, yeah, you
0: yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that hard work. It's like, it's not oh, like yeah. just going in the trap.
5: I may wear it at, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my husband just said, we're from Texas. We kept our guns. Yeah. Um, I, I may wear Jane at, uh, Norwestcom this, upcoming weekend, so if anybody's mm-hmm. listening who's at NorwestCon, say hi. I
2: made a costume once. Awesome. <laughs> Riveting, Graham. Riveting. Graham, why do you hate cosplay? <laughs>
4: Graham spins a Because meteor, I don't have the body for it, Daryl.
2: <laughs> no, uh, it was great. It was actually a group collaboration with uh, my roommates and I. Uh, one year for Halloween, we all decided uh, to be the heavy-drinking Power Rangers. Awesome. <laughs> and so we had uh, we had whiskey red, uh, vodka blue, tequila yellow, and Jager green. Oh, that is awesome. drink, drink
1: Power Rangers. Oh, yeah.
2: no, we we were trashed <laughs> from the original Japanese sake sentai drink, kenger, But uh, black uh, no, bourbon black actually. Yeah, yeah. Keisan Holt, comedy sports own Keyson Holt wanted to become bourbon black and be our specialty and. Uh, he just never made the costume, so I guess he didn't care as much as we did. Okay, But he so. got just as drunk. <laughs> he, he got twice as drunk. We got so drunk that night, we ordered pizza twice. Okay? We, no, no, no. It was great. It was great. We ordered from a pizza mart. We ordered the first one before we went out because we were like, we're getting really drunk tonight. We should have a base layer. So we ordered it, and he brought us our pizza. And then we got trashed. And we got back at, like, 1 a.m., and we ordered pizza again, and the same delivery driver brought (laughs) it. And that's a special type of being judged.
4: All right. Uh, Seriously, pizza drivers are the ones who should wear body cams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, like, and I was wearing... And and the second time, the second time I go to open the door and I'm still wearing tights and like a (laughs) helmet. And he's just like, so did you guys have a good night? And I'm like, I can't talk. Boop, boop. It was good.
1: Well, speaking of late nights, uh, we are getting to the end of this podcast. So we want to get any final questions in for Raven before we call it an evening. Anybody on the panel or in the audience have anything for her? Cricket, w- cricket. Crickets, 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 crickets. All right. If
2: you could have a fantasy creature as a pet, what would you choose?
5: A dragon and not because of Game of Thrones. I blame Anne McCaffrey. All right. And if, <laughs> and if Anne McCaffrey is why
1: my son's name is dragon. <laughs> there you go.
5: And if you could
2: have a piece of science fiction technology, uh, any piece of technology from any canon, anything at all, what would you choose?
5: transporter. That
4: really
5: my answer!
2: Uh, oh, boom! If you... You guys are thinking so small. If you picked a green lantern or you were make a transporter. If you were in a situation in <laughs> yeah. which
4: you had to make a baby with any kind of mythological or science fiction character... Asa, th- you're th- th- a
2: Objection. Uh, leading the witness. <laughs> sustained. Overruled. That was not the... Order in the court!
0: That was not Hey, I'm the judge and I want to hear the answer.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Um, I actually as much as uh, I If was you say
2: vampire, I'm No, be no, very as much no, okay. no.
5: As much as I was a teacher and have taught many, many children, I don't want to have babies. I'm a child-free person. I yeah. like having freedom and not having, you know, something screaming at me at odd mm-hmm. hours of the night. Yeah. So, nothing
4: that would be the answer. answer. Mm-hmm. Honest yeah. answer. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, babies, What about suck. you, Jekiva? What about you?
0: Any any creature I would yeah. bone to have babies it with? Includes, think, so
4: it includes <laughs> like a Vulcan or... Any mythological fantasy Thor. creature? You're into Cardassians,
0: aren't oh, you? I can all all day, every day, all the time.
1: He's all into Thor's hammer.
2: Uh, yeah, Henry, Thor hammering. You want, you want uh, a half guardian No, I think <laughs> all we know is that Jakiba is into ass-play guardians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so and that's what I
0: heard.
1: And with that, I would like to wrap up the, the show here. All right, uh, really
0: quick, uh, Raven, where can people find you? Where can people find the, your books and all your fun stuff? Tweet it out to the world.
3: Uh, or, Raven,
5: I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Google+, and LinkedIn, so all of those things, and YouTube, there's actually a... Are you on Friendster? I'm not. That's really old school. I Uh, used to be. I
4: haven't checked in probably a decade,
5: so... (laughs) Um, My books are on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Indie Bound, Books A Million, Powell's, you name it, they're there. And
0: we can find Class M Exile out in June. Yes. But we can still pre-order it. Yes. All
1: right. All right. Well, with that, we have a little tradition. <laughs> we have a little tradition here, everybody, where at the end of the podcast, everybody comes up with a misattributed quote. So, as I'm going over the upcoming guests for the show, think of a quote that you would like to misattribute to somebody else. And here we go. Coming up next Saturday, April 4th, after the Blue Show, we will have a very special episode with guests from CSZ San Jose, CSZ San Antonio, and CSZ Quad Cities talking comedy sports. And there will quite assuredly be lots of comedic bits. On April 11th, the founders of Jet City Improv, Andrew McMasters and Mike Christensen will join our panel. And on April 18th, we will have players from the Rat City Roller Girls on our panel. Now, back to the panel we have tonight, starting with Yegiva, what's your misattributed Uh, quote?
0: My quote is, freedom! By
5: Joseph Stalin. Ooh, Topical. Topical. Mine is Winter is Coming by C.S. Lewis.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. That sounds like some slash fiction. Uh, Doesn't it? Mine is Fuck New York. Benjamin Franklin.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And mine is, if I had to choose one major influence in my writing... It would be Raven Oak, Terry Pratchett.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would I be both awesome. Brought it back around. Uh, it would be beautiful. And
4: brought it down at the same time. Wait! A, wait! A, Nailed end, it. Wait,
2: ending <laughs> the night on like a wet fart. That's it.
0: Daryl, Daryl, what's your misattributed quote? Mine
1: is, um, "All we are is dust in the wind." Who said it? And that was by Leonard Nimoy. Oh!
2: too soon. Why are we putting words in dead men's mouths? Because they can't stop you anymore. <laughs> You're That's just I just it. wanted
1: to like wrap this in a in a really sad sandwich of yeah, a night. That quote
4: brought to you by. Brilliant. Anyways,
1: ladies and gentlemen, this has been the CSU Seattle After Party. Make sure to check us out on Twitter. Make sure to check us out on Facebook. Make sure to pre-order Raven Oak's book. Make sure to order the book that's already out. Make sure to take care of all our guests, including our official CSD women's football team, the Seattle Majestic.